Hey guys, and welcome back to Who Are We to Judge? I'm Frances Wheeler. And I'm Kimmy Duong. And this is a podcast where we're definitely in no position to judge, but we're still going to. So this episode, we're going to be recapping things that happened in the past week, including the VMAs, Justin Bieber's Instagram, the Travis Scott documentary, and more. So let's get into it. Okay, so the VMAs were last Monday. Taylor Swift opened the show with a combination of You Need to Calm Down and Lover. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was pretty good. I think it makes sense that she got to open the show since Lover. she has that new yeah. album. I, if you can't tell, I'm not the hugest Taylor Swift <laughs> stan out there. I've She's really made a comeback in my book, but... I know. <laughs> um, I thought the performance was pretty good. And then Missy Elliott performed and she had Allison Stoner which you've probably heard so much about now because everyone's on like everyone's been talking about Allison Stoner since then but that was so good she didn't have any time to rehearse before that performance it was like she was notified 24 hours before she hit the stage and she just did it and it was so good she killed it definitely yeah. and Missy Elliott won the VMA video Vanguard award which is like the biggest deal of the whole night which yeah. I didn't know that she was still doing stuff, but apparently she is, and she won big, so. But Alison Stoner, like, she's amazing. Like, she was, like, my favorite actress when I was little, when she was in Cheaper by the Dozen and Camp Rock. She's kind of edgy now. She's, like, super edgy. Um, what do you call it? So Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello performed Senorita, right? Yeah. And, yeah. So they did not kiss. Which was, like, there was a lot of tension there, and I think a lot of people were angry because they were, like, just freaking kiss, but... <laughs> They didn't. Um, My favorite were the videos of people in the audience, like Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas, like <laughs> screaming, like, kiss. Yes, <laughs> Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas are my favorite couple ever. Miley Cyrus's slide away performance was pretty iconic in my book. I thought it was amazing. I loved that it was in black and white. I loved the song so much. It was. It's like her first performance of the song since the news of her and Liam broke. And so I think you could tell she was super emotional. Yeah. It was a really, really good performance. And I feel like not a lot of people give her credit for being, like, a good vocalist, and she was so good. Yeah, I really liked the live version. Yeah. Like, you could tell it was definitely, like, that was her voice singing in that moment. Like, no auto-tune, no pre-recording, anything. It is super raw. It was good. Yeah. Lizzo. I love Lizzo. That performance was so good. Oh, my God. Her breath control and, like, I'm acting like I know, like, the inflatable butt is giving me major squat goals so <laughs> oh my gosh no, that performance was so good i think and a lot of people were saying this too like after she gets like a few more hits she would be such a good super bowl performer that's what i'm thinking too like because yeah. she gives a good performance and her it songs are so great good. yeah it's like upbeat like everyone loves it love her um one performance people did not like was lil nas x is that how you say his name? He won Song of the Year for Old Town Road, which is a great song, even though it's overplayed. Yeah, Billy Ray Cyrus version. Though. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But his performance was for his song Panini, Ugh. and it was like Tron themed, and everyone really did not like that. I think he knew people weren't going to like it because I saw him tweet 
um, a picture like a week before and it was like when I performed Panini instead of Old Town Road at the VMAs and it's like a it's a picture of like a crowd with like just blank. I feel like he should have performed the song that he won. You know when actors get so annoyed after a while like so like you know how like One Tree Hill actors get so annoyed because they're only known for One Tree Hill and they've done so many things. Since yeah. Then? I think he's annoyed that like his entire career is Old Town Road. Yeah. I guess. You have to be thankful, though, for, for what got you where you are, which is literally that song. No one That's would true. know who he was without that song. I still barely know who he is. <laughs> um, Normani also killed it. She was in Fifth Harmony, and she's doing her solo career now, and she performed the song Motivation, which I really, really like. But her performance was great, and she's an amazing dancer. Yeah. Paradise recap. The Monday episode with with Taj Wan. That was one where um They had a Taj Wan on one. (laughs) I don't know why I think that's like the funniest thing ever. I just think his reaction is what makes it so funny. (laughs) Like he laughs at his own jokes. (laughs) That was hilarious. Okay, I do too. So do I. um, What do you call it? They ran out of, like, they definitely ran out of, like, drama for that episode, and so they just dragged out these John Paul Jones days. Anyway, Tajwan is psycho. <laughs> She's literally crazy. I don't know. <laughs> My favorite part of that episode was Wells at the very end, where he was pretending to be John Paul Jones, and he was like, like, my one-on-one with you was really great. But also, my one-on-one with her was yeah. also yeah. great. <laughs> that was so funny. Then episode two is where, like, the juicy stuff happens. They have Crystal and Chris's um, wedding, which, if you don't, you don't know Crystal and Chris. I don't. I'm very new to Bachelor Nation. So they're super, they're both super annoying. They were both the villains on their respective seasons, or, like, one of the villains. Crystal was the villain on her season. Um, And then they had, like, Redemption in Paradise when they met and fell in love, whatever, yada, yada, yada. And, like, you see the episode, and it's like, so basically... A lot of people are conflicted on whether or not they should have a bachelor wedding, their wedding televised, because when bachelor pays for it, it, like, they control the guest list. Yeah. And so they had all these people, like, Connor S., and, like, all these people from, like, the past season, like, Hannah B. season, and, like, obviously all the Bachelor in Paradise people are invited, like... They don't even know them. Like, I don't think they've <laughs> yeah. met a lot of those people. I feel like they had another wedding besides this one, or they're going to if they haven't yet. Because it would suck to have your one wedding be with a bunch of people you don't know, and the yeah, filming... Yeah, but also, they're both, like, unemployed. And I think... Yeah, that's true. paying for everything. <laughs> um, but anyway, so... Yeah, you had all these, like, random-ass, like, bachelor people, like, Ashley and Jared, Ben and his girlfriend, like... All these people, and I think because they wanted to be in a drama for Bachelor in Paradise. But anyway, that night, Dean broke up with Kaylin, left. That was very dramatic, definitely. It was still her birthday, which was sad, but kind of funny. Because <laughs> um, it was so savage. <laughs> she was like, it's still my birthday. He was like, After her. Blake released the text messages between him and Kaylin, yeah. and it turns out she kind of made up the whole... Completely made it up. Totally made it up. I don't really feel that bad for her. And did you see... Okay, so Stagecoach. Taking it back to Stagecoach, where Kaylin, like, bitched Blake out for sleeping with all those people. Kaylin came... Okay, Christina came with the YouTuber. I don't know his name, but he has a lot of subscribers or whatever. 
Christina came with that YouTuber. Kaylin ended up hooking up with him the night before she hooked up with Blake. Oh. And that'll come out later. But Kaylin is here, like, crucifying Blake when she did the exact same thing. Yeah, I just, I feel like she really tries to make herself be... The victim? The victim a lot. Yeah. Dean dumping her on her birthday does kind of suck, Yeah, that was, that was sad. That was sad. <laughs> but, when, okay, so then, back to the wedding. When Connor S. walks in the wedding, she's like, tear, tear, I don't want to be here. Oh, wait, hair flip. Like, <laughs> it was like a 180. Yeah. <laughs> Talk for two seconds, and then make out. Yeah, it was a really quick. I mean, I'm sure that was editing, but. But it seemed still very quick, but it also was Connor, and I would make out with Connor the second that I saw him in oh, person. Oh, so yeah, our friend Sam said that he accepted her on LinkedIn, so I just added him today. And yeah, he worked at Goldman Sachs. He's smart, he's super hot. His voice hot. is so dumb, but I still like it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's like so deep and like. Yeah, like, I totally get that. Like, it's so cute. Like, I love it. I love it. it. The best part was also at the end of that episode when Demi pretended to be Connor, and they put her voice over videos of him, and it sounded just like him. Yeah, (laughs) I know. But yeah, it was a lot of drama. Clay and Nicole, who are, like, this huge, strong couple, they've been super strong the entire time. Clay's ex-girlfriend. Angela is a bridesmaid in Chris and Crystal's wedding. So she's walking down the aisle, like, trying to be, like, a badass bitch, and then, like... Trying. Yeah. Uh, Chris and Crystal only invite a select few of the Bachelor in Paradise cast to their after party or the reception. Um, They didn't invite Nicole. They only invited Clay. So it was Clay and, like, a few others. And so Clay had, like, a talk with Angela where he, like, touched her thigh. And that was, I was like, holy crap. <laughs> this is weird. And he was like, I just want to make sure you're okay. Like, I've had so many guys come up to me asking, like, if it's okay. And, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, it hurts to see. And I'm like, dude, you have a Nicole voice. Yeah. Clay and Nicole have been, like, the strongest couple, like, basically since the beginning. I know, they've been Nicole's together. like, some, like, she thinks she's so, like, she's like, oh, I just hate Angela, like, all this stuff. I'm like, you haven't even met. Uh, but then Angela comes to Paradise. So, yeah, so then at the end, okay, first, before we get there, John Paul Jones. <laughs> Tries to be the tough guy. So, John Paul Jones had declared his love for Tasha, sees that Derek and Tasha are a thing, accuses Derek of being like a like woman abuse like manipulator he's like you manipulate woman (laughs) he's like dude I won't come on your podcast there was this one line he said where he was like your podcast is your whole life and I felt attacked (laughs) our podcast our whole life all 19 of you out there And like Wells is there trying to be the mediator, and if you didn't know, Derek and Wells are like best friends at home, and so Derek is like, like let me have a conversation with you. Like I just want to talk because John Paul Jones was not letting him say a word. (laughs) And then JPJ was like, dude, I don't want to come on your podcast, and he was like, I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) That was the funniest. That was like literally (laughs) 
funny. Uh, but I also never have seen Derek do anything manipulative at all. Yeah. I think a lot of it was caught off. Like, uh, JPJ was saying, like, Derek was saying, like, oh, like, you can come here. Like, you can fuck a lot of girls by having a podcast. <laughs> I don't even know what he was saying. I mean, but, we're getting a lot of guys for having a podcast. I mean, Francis. But, <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, so that was just hilarious. I thought Derek was a really just all-around nice guy, so... He got a lot of heat because he posted, after him and his ex-fiance broke up, he posted a picture of a pig and was like, something about my ex. Oh. And then everyone was saying he called his girlfriend a pig, his, the fiance a pig. Yeah. But I think that's the only... He- oh, and he dated Olivia Creedy, who was the villain on Ben's season, told her he wanted... To, he broke up with her because he said he didn't want to date anyone from Bachelor Nation and then went on Bachelor in Paradise and got engaged. Got it. So there was heat with that. But this season, he's a great guy. Yeah, he seems really, like... I'm surprised that those two would have drama together because they both seem just really chill. No, John Logan seems like a literal stoner who's, like, the chillest person you've ever met in your life. Then, like, has, like... I don't know, like, the Hulk just takes over and he's, like ruining someone's wedding and like going crazy yeah i don't know but that was the funniest moment of my life and yeah what else i'm just really happy he didn't give his rose to tajwan if i had to stand another episode of tajwan i wouldn't be able to i just i would just skip it until i knew that she was gone yeah but so yeah at the end the end of the episode showed that a lot of things were going to be happening mm-hmm. next week or this week by the time we release this episode. But anyway, yeah. so apparently Dean's coming back. Yeah. And Angela also comes to Paradise, so I wonder how that's going to affect Clay and Nicole. Yeah, so everyone thinks um, that they're going to break up or whatever because of that whole thigh touch. Um a thigh touch is pretty serious. I think it's serious. I think it's serious. <laughs> it's a pretty intimate touch. <laughs> so. I don't know why Dean would come back, though. Like, what could he possibly say or do? Take, like, come back and try to be with her? Or take her home? I don't know. Doesn't make any sense, but okay. He's probably like, man, I really missed having a shower. <laughs> He's coming back for material for his podcast. Also, let me just say, so Kaylin is officially with Connor at this point. Like, after the wedding, they went on a painting date. Yeah. And they hit it off pretty well. So, if Kaylin goes with Dean, I already don't like Kaylin, but, like, honestly, I guess I'd be pretty happy because that means Connor, Connor is, like... Available? Yeah. But... Connor is so much better than Dean. I think that would just, like, if she went with Dean instead of Connor, I would just, like, completely not be okay. I think she'll stay with Connor. You think so? Yeah, and I think Dean will end up leaving again. See, I would say that with any other girl who have logic and reasoning in their minds, but with Kaylin, I just don't have that faith in her. Okay, so a week ago, Travis Scott released... A documentary on Netflix, Look Mom, I Can Fly, and it was pretty subpar in my opinion. I didn't watch it, so I'm just going off of Francis's. I learned nothing about him. 
except that he's from Houston, which I already know. I heard some people were saying that uh, they like him more. I learned he's from Houston and that he loves to jump into the crowd at his concerts. I need to go to a Travis Scott concert. There was about seven total minutes of just montage of him jumping into the crowd at different concerts over and over and over again. So does he talk at all? No, it, it was never, there was no sit down. Like it wasn't like when the Kardashians sit down and talk to the camera and then there's clips. Like it was just a lot of clips from his childhood and then there was no narrator. It was just like Astro World Day, release of Astro World album, Grammys, when he didn't win album of the year and he was like pissed and Kylie is like running after him like under the stage and stuff Cardi B won in case you're wondering I didn't know but he lost to Cardi B I remember being mad about that yeah I mean I didn't realize that he had as big of a following as he does I knew that like he's like huge apparently no for sure and he actual world was such a like, everyone was waiting for it for so long. Everyone's like, where's Astral World? Like, what do you call it? And, um, because his last album, Rodeo, I think, is that, that's what it's called. The one where he's, like, shirtless is the album cover. That one was huge. And he got a huge following from that. And then Astral World, I, that was, like, a ye- two years or something in the making. Something, like, really, really long. Like, there was a really, really long wait for it. It's a really good album, and I really like the album, but the documentary, like, as a documentary, and I'm a documentary gal, like, it was not... It was not what I wanted it to be. Uh There was no... Like, I wanted him to talk about what it's like making music and how what his process is and how he grew up. I will say that one of my high school counselors was in the video, and she was his counselor in high school so did she move from his high school to your high school? yes uh, <laughs> unless he went to saint agnes in all girls school uh, <laughs> but yeah i thought that was really funny and then the best part of the entire documentary if you're not going to watch it just watch this one part just go to like minute 38 and they show all these people like standing outside of a building like screaming like oh my god it's travis scott and kylie and then it cuts to them sitting in a restaurant by themselves and just eating in silence. And it's the funniest moment I've ever seen on I TV. I will do that. I will watch that. It's pretty funny. Um, well, I would say Travis had a giant, giant, giant following before Kylie, but I did think Kylie brought him a lot more, like, notoriety. Yeah, definitely. I also thought that... they're like a power couple now. Yeah. I also thought I was going to get to see more insider glimpses at Stormy's birth because that was what was kind of like previewed. I didn't get to see any of that. So I was a little disappointed. But it was okay. It wasn't that great. Yeah. I love Travis. Like this is coming from like the biggest like Travis Scott Kylie fans. Like we love Travis and Kylie. Yeah, definitely. And I heard Astral World was like the most fun thing ever. Yeah, it looked amazing. I didn't realize how big it was until I saw in the documentary, like, people were tearing down the fences outside of NRG, like, trying to get in. Oh my gosh, this guy I went to high school with was interviewed by, like, one of the Houston, like, uh, news stations and saying, like, the shitty's gonna shut down or something like that, and that's in, like, the intro into the documentary. Oh, really? And he was like, oh my god, my voice was used, and they, like, didn't let him know, and he's like... 
I'm gonna email Ryan Kinsley. <laughs> well, I also saw his uh, Super Bowl halftime performance. Oh, that wasn't good. Yeah, I mean, Kylie thought it was pretty good. She said so. <laughs> I mean, Kylie, love her, but I don't think she can say anything's bad. That's true. Yeah, I don't. I didn't think the Travis Scott one was that good. I didn't see it until this documentary, but that was with Adam Levine. Yeah, Maroon Five. But anyway, it was an okay documentary. I would skip it if you're not that big of a Travis Scott fan or if you're not a big Houston fan. If you're like a documentary person who watches documentaries all the time, probably don't watch it. Yeah, which I am, and so I didn't like this one. Like if you're a critic. Yeah, but it was it was okay. It was interesting to see the mayor of Houston give oh. him a key to the city, stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah, Travis Scott Day. Yeah, uh-huh. that was pretty cool. It was nice to see... You know, a high school counselor. It was nice to see Stormy in a little oh, bit. I love Stormy. We got to see um, Kanye makes an appearance in it at uh, Stormy World, her first birthday party. Aww. It was cute. Oh, that's cute. It I was... mean, coming from two Houston girls, like, personally, like, when I think of Travis, like, Travis Scott's done a lot for the city, I feel like. And I feel like he, like, represents the city and he's so cool. Because he comes to all the games. Like, he's always, like, supporting the city. So, I love Travis Scott a lot. And the fact that he's with, he's, like, basically married to a member of my favorite family in the entire world just makes it so much better. Yeah, exactly. It was okay. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to watch it, then go watch it and let us know what you think. Send us a DM on, uh at who are we to judge podcast on instagram and maybe we'll feature you on our next podcast yeah okay so kim kardashian um posted a photo a cryptic photo where it had like words that are like selah baptized hands-on water through the valley like things like that and then it has like september 27th and so we are thinking Kanye's releasing a new album on September 27th. And we think that it's going to be his Sunday service songs. Right, have something to do with the Sunday service that he's been really passionate because about. Because all of the assumed song are titles, religious. yeah, they have religious themes to them, so. Yeah. So that'll be cool. I I'm love excited. a new Kanye album. My dream is to go to the Sunday service. I think that'd be so much fun. It looks so much fun with Nora, like, jamming out with her, you know, muted mic. Like... <laughs> her muted mic. So uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I think it'll be good. I think Kanye is really, like, one of the best. So I think oh, it'll be I great. I love Kanye. Like, <laughs> love I love Kanye more than Kanye loves Kanye. Wow. I don't know if that's I don't think also, she posted a photo where she was like, it's Labor Day, everyone's probably at a barbecue, but I'm studying contracts, so she's hard at work. She's really relatable to everyone else studying on Labor Day. Not me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just can't believe she's in law school, like, not in law school, I can't believe she's like, doing it. She did a Q&A on her Instagram story the other day, and it was the first one she's ever done. And someone asked her how many more years of law school she had left, and she said three because it's four years. And then someone asked what her favorite food was, and she said chips and guac. So she's a relatable queen. She's so funny. <laughs> okay, so in other news, Justin Bieber has been 
making a pretty big statement on Instagram, I guess. I feel like he does that a lot. Um, he's just been all over the place lately. Yeah, definitely. But he posted this screenshot of like his notes app and it's super, super long. You'll have to go read it if you want to read the whole thing. But the last paragraph is, I started doing pretty heavy drugs at 19 and abused all my relationships. I became resentful, disrespectful to women and angry. I became distant to everyone who loved me and I was hiding behind a shell of a person that I had become. I felt like I could never turn it around. It's taken me years to bounce back from all of these terrible decisions, fix broken relationships and change relationship habits. Luckily, God blessed me with extraordinary people who love me for me. Now I am navigating the best season of my life, quote, marriage in all caps, which is an amazing, crazy new responsibility. You learn patience, trust, commitment, kindness, humility, and all the things it looks like to be a good man. All this to say, even when the odds are against you, you keep fighting. Jesus loves you. Be kind today, be bold today, and love people today, not by your standards, but by God's perfect, unfailing love. Aww. Pretty inspirational. Yeah. Great message. Pretty good message. It's a really, really long post. That's just the very end of it. And I feel like the juiciest. I mean, who didn't think Justin Bieber was doing hard drugs when he was 19. Yeah. But I think that's the first time he's publicly stated it, which is kind of big. How old is he now? Wow. I mean, I guess if you ask me, then I'd probably be like, yeah. Yeah. But now he's married and... And he, so he's like been really active at church. And I saw him, like a video of him singing at church the other day that he posted. And so I think he's like super plugged into church now. Yeah. Um, but I feel like he also goes through these phases where he's super like, I'm gonna change, and then he goes through, like, that's just how the 20s are, I feel like. Yeah, definitely. And it's not even, like, traditional 20s, because he's right, like, in the post, he talks about how he had to grow up at such a young age, and, like, all these things, like, his brain wasn't developed, I don't even know. Yeah, he talked about, like, how being a child star is really tough. Which everyone knows. I mean, we, we can look at Lindsay Lohan, who is a new single it, coming out. We don't know what it like feels like. Can only imagine it's really hard. But totally, he got famous super young, like yeah. thirteen. Yeah, and like he's right. He like shot to fame. Yeah, and he's so right when he said like I became like one of the most adored people in the world, and then at age twenty, I was one of the most hated. Yeah, that's true. Because he with like the video of him peeing and whatever oh yeah yeah yeah. in a bucket or something Mm -hmm. and like all these like like the eggings like yeah like when he got arrested like all this stuff and like i don't know but he does go through these phases where he's like oh i'm gonna change and then he goes crazy again not like crazy but like yeah so we'll see but hopefully he changes for the better if that's what he wants to do him and Haley have lasted longer than i thought they would so yeah they seem like yeah, they seem happy and like they have a good level-headed thinking about things. Yeah, are you honestly haven't heard like Kaylee talk very much? So, I, I want to know more about her. It seems tough to be married to Justin Bieber, I have to say. Also, Haley's like 22. Yeah, she's like she literally 1 year older than me. So, that's my age. It's just like pretty crazy. I mean, also she's a celebrity too, so I feel like when I think of like 21, like Sophia Richie, who's just turned 21, like last week, I think of like she's so young, literally like a month older than me, but is like so mature because she's dating a 50 year old, um, 40 year old. But yeah, like celebrities, 
in some ways are more mature than Yeah, because I think you have to grow up faster. Yeah. But yeah, so, you know, we wish nothing but the best for, for the Biebs. Okay, so we are super excited to announce that next week we'll be, we will be having our first ever guest. Woohoo! Yeah, it's going to be our friend Sam. Sam Marquise. She is a Royals expert, so bring in the Royals questions and Sam will give you her opinions. Um, she probably knows all the facts, so she'll give you that too. She studied abroad with us in London. Yeah, but she's very knowledgeable about yeah. the royal family. Very, very knowledgeable. Also about Bachelor in Paradise and everything that yeah. has to do with it. So we love her. She's super like opinionated, and so we think it'll be a really, really fun podcast. Yeah, it should be really fun, so be sure to tune in. Yes, and keep looking at the Who Are We To Judge podcast Insta page for more updates. We strayed away from, like, games and stuff this episode, but next week we're going to bring back a game. Yeah, and we're definitely going to do a Q&A this week on our Instagram with questions for Sam. So yes. if you have any, please send them in. Please do. We are so, so, so excited, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.